Welcome back, everybody. It's time to meet our community, the Hispanic business community here in Orange County. Powered by the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce and Orange County's only community radio station, OC Talk Radio, streaming live from our studios here at the University of California, Irvine's Beal Applied Innovation Center. With the man who's, well, he's not screaming today, he's just streaming today. It's uh, John Gutierrez uh, telling screaming to the world everybody that he knows here thank you paul thank you everybody for tuning in again to our community podcast show powered by the orange county hispanic chamber of commerce i'm your host senior vice president here john gutierrez we're excited to bring to you another great show again we have another special guest mr michael lara who's a 10-year member of our chamber he's going to be our estrella award winner one of our many uh, winners this april 22nd which by the way we are officially sold out which is amazing. Thanks to Michael Lada here. Everybody wants to come see Michael. <laughs> and uh, let's just briefly go into who Michael Lada is. He's a compassionate operational leader. He's also a proud alumni of OC Youth Chamber of Commerce, which is, of course, our youth chamber, uh, an amazing uh, part of our chamber organization. And of course, he's also part of the UC Irvine alumni. He's currently an Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce ambassador. And he's also a Big Brothers and Big Sisters Grant Administrator. Welcome, Mr. Michael Lara. Thank you so much for having me. All these titles, all these, I mean, this is, this is, it goes to show everything you're doing in the community, Michael. Exactly. I care so much for the community. Well, let me ask you a couple of things because we're going to go into, obviously, the Estrella Awards. We're going to go into how involved you've been with the Chamber. Um, but most importantly, what I wanted to ask you is, tell us a little bit about you know, how you got to this point because we know you're just full of energy, you got a great personality, but tell us a little bit about you and your familia and how are you this just amazing young person who's always volunteering, helping out the community? First and foremost, I just want to say thank you for having me. I would like to say I represent every single individual that I you know, come in life with including my mentors and first and foremost my family family is very important so i have a great family foundation that has you know my biggest supporters in my life and so to get here now it's my family that has given me the support and i do look up to my mom and dad that's you know i'm grateful that they're still here with us shout out to mom and dad yeah shout out to mom and dad if they see this video right we want to shout out to your mom and dad where are they from do you mind if we ask that sure they were born in Mexico. They were in the, the areas of Veracruz. Uh-huh. And then... Veracruz. Veracruz, yeah. Yes, so. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yes. It's a very tropical, right? Yeah, Nice yeah. area. Okay. Yeah. And I, I was born and raised here. My mom was coming over here. And then both my parents are professionals. So my dad's a doctor. My mom's a nutritionist. And then... So I had some high expectations growing yeah. up. And I mean, just, having a, a father as a doctor and a mom as a nutritionist, that is some pretty big shoes yeah. to fill. Definitely. Did you feel that pressure growing I up? I did, especially from my mom's side. She definitely is like, we don't expect anything less, you know? Wow. So education was important Very in important. your household at a young age. Very important. And my role model is my dad. He definitely is someone that's very caring and nurturing. He does like, like, like to listen. And over the years, is having me like so many great experiences to get here where I'm at professionally, I like to give the example, like the story of my 
first interactions of with the professional world. Um, at a young age, I was using a typewriter, handwriting notes, like for any essays or any papers that needed to be done. Wait, did you say a typewriter? I did. Paul, did you hear that? <laughs> I'm looking it up right now. I don't remember what those are. <laughs> are you Googling? what? A, for those of you listening, a typewriter, which is probably not used no more, right, Michael? Yeah, no. <laughs> a lot of your friends probably aren't using typewriters, no. right? But that's awesome that your dad had you and your mom had you yeah. with the typewriter. That's, yeah. I mean, that's that's awesome. It was awesome, but my friends were all on their computers, and I'm just like, where's my computer? <laughs> it's kind of like it gave you that old school car to drive, right? <laughs> yeah. And your friends are driving the nice new cars. But maybe yes. he was trying to teach you the basics, yes. appreciating the basics. 100%. Right? 100%. And then I think he even took it even further because I was driven to like get a computer. And so at one time he came home, I had kept asking him, can I get a computer? Can I get a computer? He kind of ran his parenting side with an award system. So if I got good grades, he would like, we'll go to McDonald's. We'll go where you want to go or earn it. Earn, gotta, gotta earn it. And so I earned a computer, but he likes to teach. Mm-hmm. And so he gave me a computer that didn't work. <laughs> Paul's cracking up over here. <laughs> he gave you, so your dad gave you a computer that didn't work. Yeah. Now, when you say it didn't, it didn't turn on or something? It didn't turn on. Okay. It was just a monitor with a keyboard. So you wanted to learn the keyboard or something? Not at all. He said, if you can figure it out how to like make this work again, it's yours. Really? Yeah. And he was so- like Mr. Miyagi in the Karate Kid movie. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. So-, so what did you get out of that? I gave it. I'm like, hey, he gave me something, a tool to use, and I'm gonna make sure I learn how to use that tool. And so I had a great neighbor that had a book of how to build computers. So I studied the comp- how to build a computer, took everything apart, saw what parts wasn't working, got it up and running again, and computer. Wow, that is what a great story. And the reason why we like to tell these stories, folks, is because we have a lot of listeners that are part of our youth chamber, part of our you know chamber in general, business owners, entrepreneurs, and it's just everybody that comes on this podcast gives us a different story, mm-hmm. how their parents migrated, right, Paul? Um, I mean, this is something we hear common. And all these great life lessons. And and Paul, by the way, loves these life lessons, right, Paul? I got to tell you, that's one I will never forget. His father's a doctor, so he can obviously afford a computer. Exactly. But he gives him a broken computer. <laughs> that's right. Saying, and challenges him, fix it, and it's yours. Most kids today have no idea even how to plug it in. They know how to but, use it. But, but that they goes don't. to show, like, it's like, okay, here's a bike. Yeah. But it's missing some parts. Missing you some can't parts. write it. Right. Yeah. So you figure out how to, you know, put it together to write it, right? Yes. But. It also probably taught you the value. Hundred percent, yeah. You probably took care of this computer forever. Yeah, I'm so, assuming. Yes, I still have it. Like in the. My I was about garage. to say, do you still have it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I definitely did. And so I learned how to build the computer, and then he's got thinking. Now this is the story transitions to professional. He was when he had us. Like I'm the oldest. There's three of us, three brothers. Um, he gave up his his um, becoming or being a doctor, so he switched over to the administration side and uh, managing clinics, hospitals, because he knew doctors high, you know, definitely needed a lot of attention. Wow! And he wanted to be with us as a as a family man. He valued the family. He definitely did. So he wanted, to and take... I got to see that as the oldest. I got to see that whole transition. Wow! And now I'm just like, whoa, okay, interesting. But here comes another opportunity for me to grow. 
And so to enter the professional world, I would say I started when he took me to a clinic. They were opening up in L.A. And it was a brand new clinic. It had not opened up yet. Medical clinic. Medical clinic. And then he put me in a room of an executives were like CEOs, CFOs, and doctors. And I, then I was about 12 years old. And he brought me into that room. And I just remember being this little kid and surrounded with amazing professionals all around me. And I was a really shy kid. Really, really shy. I would not say anything when I was really? little. Because I was also taught like, hey, respect your elders. Don't say, speak when you're spoken to. Yeah. And so I learned. The old school ways. Yes. The old school ways of, I know our, our dads were very, shake the hand, look yes. the person in the eye. Exactly. Um, so he put you in this room. With, yeah bunch of executives and doctors mm -hmm. what was that like michael it was very intimidating and i'm just like why am i in this room like am i in trouble like i didn't i'm not like a really just calm kid wow um and you can see my friends back in the day that said like yeah you're very shy like you don't really can you just do what you're told and then so they put me in the room like that because they had come to me they're like can you set up our computer systems your dad tells you you built your own computer what and i'm just like <laughs> What exactly? I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, you're like, I'm an IT guy now. <laughs> exactly. I didn't know what that was in that time. I was like, what? Is, like, what do you want me to set up your networks, your database, your computers? Oh, you're like, I'm only 12 years old. <laughs> yeah, I'm only 12. And at that point, I still remember your doctors, your CEOs, you guys, in my eyes, know everything. Yes. I didn't tell them that, but in my mind, I was like, you guys, in my head, doctor, you know you're, everything. You're the genius. You're the yeah. genius of our society. I'm like, you guys what? should know everything. Wow. I don't know. You coming to a 12 year old kid. Yes. They taught me a lesson, and I I said yes because they said, "Can you set it up?" And I go, "Yes." <laughs> I remember like yes. Twelve years old. Yeah, yeah. That is awesome, bro. Yeah. Wow. But the lesson they learned that they taught me, and they we talked about it afterwards, is everyone can lend a helping hand, and yeah. that's why I'm, I'm all about making a difference wherever I go. I represent those doctors, those executives, those those students. Wait, that, so you didn't get paid for this? No, definitely not. <laughs> Did you hear this, Paul? Oh. I have, I need some help on my radio station here. <laughs> Paul's like, Michael, we want to hire you yeah. here at the I'll radio pay you station. Exact, I'll pay you double what you did. <laughs> Paul, Paul's willing to pay him double. Wow, that's... That, no, but that's awesome of your dad to put you in these situations yeah. of what we call critical thinking. Oh, it right? definitely was. I, I was just at a... Obviously, you know, yesterday at a, at a, at a location where... It's, it's a lot about critical thinking for kids mm -hmm. and how that's so important today. Um, we're giving a lot of critical thinking tools for kids because that's what life is about. As mm -hmm. you get older, these things that your dad put in front of you, I'm assuming are helping you today. Yep. To be a life learner, like lifelong learner, to continue to learn that not everyone has all the answers in the world, no matter their title, their, their background, their life experience, everyone is still learning and to continue to do that and not stop and think, yeah, I know everything, or he knows everything, or they know everything. It's like, let's all learn together. Because if you have that will to say, hey, I want to help, you're going to go far, and but you're going to help more. But I think it says a lot about your parents, your father, the, the sink or swim, right? Yeah. Like that old saying, I'm going to throw you in the pool, and you're going <laughs> to learn how to swim, right? My mom did that, too. <laughs> I, I, I did water polo, so that's yeah, just exactly what right? she did. Right, yeah. right? So you know that, right? So, yeah. so, so a lot of it, it later in life, like I know as an entrepreneur, it's sink or swim. Yep. You want to go open your own business. And I and, and being part of the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, we work with a lot of small businesses or, or people starting their businesses mm -hmm. or entrepreneurs. And a lot of it is sink or swim, right? How are you going to survive? So at a young age, your father mm -hmm. was putting you in situations where like, hey, you're either going <laughs> to sink or swim. Yeah. The computer, you're either going to fix it or it's not going to work and you're not going to have a computer, <laughs> right? But you have a typewriter. 
Yeah. Right. And and your friends have brand new computers, probably. Yes. They so did. he wasn't giving it to you. He, you were earning it. Yes. So that is a is a great lesson at a young age. Again. He was Mr. Miyagi. He was the Latino, Hispanic Mr. Miyagi, right? I love that. We got to do a story on your dad, right? <laughs> so you end up going to high school yeah. and you end up going to UCI. Yes. From my understanding, right? Yes, yes. And what was that like, coming out of high school, going into UCI? Talking about earning things in life, over the years, like I said, I, I learned how things can be thrown at you in different ways and then you kind of adapt to it. So to go from high school to UC Irvine was a story in itself that I went to community college first because in my senior year my parents bought a house in the high desert so we moved from like LA County to the high desert because he wanted to give us a better house yes and then we moved over there my senior year now the new high school I went to let's just say it was a tough time it was not a tough time they're they're an admin school like their administration was still new Okay. And so, like, for all our class, and I'm pretty sure there's newspapers on this, like, they didn't submit, like, everything that was needed. I remember getting, like, um, accepted thing to Harvard, to UCLA. I tried to do my best in, like, uh, my four, four years in high school. That's awesome. So, my mind, I was like, I'm going to go to four years right away. When I switched to that new high school, that transition, they said, oops, we're sorry, we didn't submit transcripts. Oops, we, we didn't send that out. They just didn't have, I guess... Yeah. All their ducks in the row. Yeah. Let's just be nice about it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Let's, so it was yeah. a tough transition. Yeah, and so I figured I need to do something about this. I went to community college, saved money, and then I was thinking, which... Well, you university? also saved your parents probably a lot of money. There's nothing wrong with going to community no, college. No, and right? I loved it because I got to and fell in love more with education. Mm. I got to see all walks of life there and see different people's passion. I'm like, well, I definitely want to continue my education. That's awesome. And so... That's Where did you go to community college? In the high desert, Victor Valley College. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And from Victor Valley College, you ended up at UCI. Yeah, so between switching, deciding which schools to transfer to, very thing, the thing that's very important to me is family. And uh-huh. so my middle brother, since in my family, I'm like the guinea pig. Yeah. <laughs> so they learn like what to do's and don'ts. Yes. So my, my, my middle brother, he's only about like a, two years apart from me, a year and a half. And then he's like, he got accepted to UCI as an aerospace engineer. Wow. But as he was going there, I was going through community college, and he kept kind of echoing to his fa- to our, to us, the family, like, he feels lonely, It's he's isolated. And so to me, what I hear as a big brother is, I want to be there for you. Yes. So I'm going to transfer to the school that you're at, meeting, them, meeting him where he's at. And so, and I had already kind of started networking in this area a lot of, and so that transitioning me to UC Irvine, but also to the Chamber of Commerce, because I was already, at that point, networking a lot. Really? Yeah, yeah. And how did you end up at the Youth Chamber? Tell us a little bit about that, because I know it's a, only a 30-minute show, and, and Paul will eventually give me the stinky eye of, you got two <laughs> minutes. Hurry up, John. <laughs> but let's get into how you ended up at the Chamber. You mentioned earlier to me, when we hear that, you, you were going to like networking events or something, yeah, right? yeah. And you ended up going to a chamber networking event? Yes, yeah. And I think what sealed the deal was going to UCI, there was a good relationship there. Mm-hmm. And they kind of welcomed that. And I saw that. I'm like, I want to be involved, but I also don't want to be involved just in the extent of like the whole thing yet. Mm-hmm. I'm aware of like there's the, the Chamber of Commerce and the Youth Chamber. I feel like Youth Chamber is tailored experience. And so I'm like, I need that. I want that to be surrounded with other amazing leaders that wanted to get educated and to be connected to different mentors and I wanted to see how this program was run 
under the Chamber of Commerce. For those of you listening to us for the first time here at the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce Community Podcast Show, our youth chamber is a really, like, just young leaders in our community, which uh, do a lot of great things, and they get to meet our members and speakers, and they get to experience. So can you share with everybody listening, what was it like for you as a young leader in college, what was it like to have that organization around you, the youth chamber? Support. Support and family. Family is very important to me. And so I like to represent three things in life. Family, community, and the agencies I work for. So the community was to get involved is being part of that youth chamber because I feel like it kind of matched where I was at in life and also just being surrounded with an amazing support system of mentors. Like a business family. Yeah, I like that. I like this telling people when people say, what, what is it like to join the church? I said, honestly, we're like a business family. Yes. I mean, we have our families at home. Sure. But here, there's another family of businesses. And just like any family, we're going to have disagreements. Sure. We're not going to be on the same page. Things aren't going to be perfect, just like your family at home, right? Yeah. But that's part of critical thinking. That's mm-hmm. part of trials and learning and growing. What would you say um, was probably the biggest just attribute that you got out of the youth chamber the biggest attributes the people the people the people building those long lifetime relationships with them because businesses are run by people and that's something that people sometimes forget about yes they're like oh this business is doing something wrong like well it's amongst there's a lot of people that go behind that business and they're working their hardest and so building those relationships with those people made a big difference in my life to see how different things work which is one of the reasons why you are winning at the Estrella Awards the Youth Chamber Alumni Award because you were such a huge component of our Youth Chamber. But what we loved about it is that you stayed involved. You stayed with us. You helped out. You volunteer. You're always, you know, what we call Johnny on the spot, right? <laughs> I always tell Ruben, I want to start a show called Johnny on the Spot. I would love that. You know, because <laughs> sometimes as volunteers, that's what it's about, right? Somebody yep. says, hey, can you do this? Sure. Johnny on the spot. Let's do it. Yep. But not everybody wants to do that. No, I learned that. (laughs) I'm busy. I got something to do. They make an excuse. And you've always been that young gentleman who's just like, let's do it. I want to do it. How can I help? Right? Yep. And so with that said, I want to go into a little bit into some of these things that that are very important today in your life, which is, of course, you're newly married, right? Yep. Um, How long ago was that? A couple years ago? 2021, October. Nice. So shout out to the wife. Shout out, my amor. <laughs> he said, shout out, mi amor. Wow. Happy wife, happy life. Don't 100%. forget my quote. <laughs> now, we know you don't have any kids, right? But you have pets. Yes, which are considered kids to us. Exactly. exactly. A boy and a girl. They're two rescue kitties. Kitties? Yeah. Okay, nice. And of course, now you're one of our ambassadors here at the chamber. Yep. And so, what's that been like? Full circle. Full circle, it means a lot to me to be ambassador of an agency that I strongly believe in and I felt like I've, you know, built that relationship with. And so it's just, I feel welcome here. I feel very welcome and, and continue. I believe in like my parents, the reward system. I feel like every time I've helped, including with you, you're like, hey, thank you. And sometimes we forget about saying thank you. Yes. And I just feel that welcomeness, thankfulness. And I'm like, cool, I can be myself around you all and help when needed to be and I can help represent every youth that went through this chamber because it makes a big difference you know a lot of people will ask us um, a lot of people will ask us what is an ambassador right of the chamber and 
ambassadors are volunteers. Yep. You're not getting paid to help out. And Correct. so to all of our ambassadors listening, thank you. Yes, thank you. If you've you. been an ambassador for us in the past, let's give them a shout out, right? If you're an ambassador today, thank you so much because I was an ambassador once. Mm-hmm. And I went from being an ambassador to being a, eventually a board member and you know, here I am now interviewing you on our yep. podcast show. So it just goes to show there's different layers mm-hmm. to the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, right? And so we know that you currently are part of the Big Brothers and Big Sisters uh, organization, which is an amazing organization, right? Share with us a little bit about that role you have there, your job, if you if you don't mind. Happy to. It's a, an amazing agency. It's providing mentorship one-on-one. For, for youth from six years old up to 24 years old, and we're focusing on making sure we provide all assets from the community-based, site-based, meaning like the schools, and then also workplace mentoring. Like if our agencies, individuals that want to come, you know, mentor a college student or high school student, we make that possible. And so what I do there, I'm like the project manager of grants. So my title is grants administrator. They say I'm the quarterback of the grants and making sure our Program runs. So you help find money for them? Not necessarily. Or apply for grants or organize the grants? I'm part of that team, yes. Okay. That team right there. But once we get that grant, you say, okay, make sure we hit those deliverables. Make sure we're serving 10 kids in this specific area. Fulfilling the grant that Mm -hmm. was given to you. Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. very important because you don't want to eventually either lose the grant or not get the grant again Mm because you didn't meet the needs that the grant was given to you. For those of you listening, what is a grant? It's basically funds given to a nonprofit yep. to be able to roll out right? Yep. Um, these programs. Yep, and it can be from a government, it can be a foundation, it can be a, a donor, a, right? A donor, yeah. There's some people yeah. that'll donate like their will yep. to a great organization like yep. Big Brothers Big Sisters. And, yep, and they can open it to like, you can do whatever you need to, to do this, like overhead, salaries, all that. Or there's sometimes like, like I said, very specific deliverables they were required to do. For anybody listening out there, keep in mind, if you're putting together your power attorney of healthcare or your living will, you can actually add a great organization like Big Brothers and Big Sisters that a percentage goes when you do pass away mm-hmm. to an organization like that or any other organization that you wish. Yep. Because remember, you're leaving a legacy behind, mm-hmm. right? What a great organization it is to be yep. able to mentor, help young kids, which a lot of them may not have either family or, mm-hmm. right? That's kind yes. of what the whole program is about. 100%. And that's just... I like to work with agencies that I like to represent too. I'm all about making a difference. Like my favorite quote is, keep moving forward and making a difference. And you can even look at my high school yearbooks as keep moving forward. And in, and now post college, 10 years later, I'm like, make a difference. You have to make a difference. It makes the biggest impact in our world by just making sure you're there for someone or there for the, you know, the community. The community. That's awesome, Michael. So the other thing I, I know is that you love Disney. <laughs> I from do. what I seen or post and I do. right, you've loved. Share with us where did that love come from? <laughs> the love came. I'm gonna be honest. The Stray Awards. Really? The Stray Awards was a great talking point. I met my wife in college. We were both part of the the chamber, the youth chamber, the youth chamber. That's awesome. Yeah, and so we would both go to the Stray Awards, and it was. Um, like everyone's dream, I guess, for us. Like we're just like, wow. Look when the this. doors open, right? The doors open. When the doors open at our at the gala, our gala, right? Yeah. I like to say our gala. It, yeah, yeah. It, the black tie. It's it's surreal, right? Yeah. And being a youth at that time, I was just like, wow. There's like amazing leaders here that care about the youth and the community. So that's awesome. Yeah. So I know that I think it's full circle that we talked about here. 
You love Disney. Disney's important to you. You've been going to the Estrella Awards for years. <laughs> yeah, like 10 years. <laughs> and here you are. You're going to be on stage receiving yeah. an award April 22nd. Yep. I mean, what a full circle at the Disneyland Hotel, a place you love. I do. Share with us. How does that feel? What does that feel like for you, man? I love it so much just for the audience to know. I We had our wedding and our, uh, we, we got married and then our reception was at the Disney Hotel. Because of the Australia, we inspired. I was like, my wife's like, "Ooh, I want to do like a fairy tale." Ooh, don't say say less. Let's let's see how we make it happen. Wow! So Disney's like really the center of your whole life, <laughs> your marriage, uh, yeah. the youth chamber, obviously, yeah. right? Now you're receiving an award on yeah. stage. Are you nervous? Are you excited? I'm more excited. Yes, I, I'm still processing everything. Just well, kind of gets me, you know, to be gonna be on the stage. It's like I represent every youth that came through this yes you know and i'm i still serve as a volunteer mentor even at my alumni school uc irvine zot zot um where i mentor lbsa latino business student association hu some organizations too but those individuals that come and ask for my help i make sure to connect them when they need to i help represent them in different cases like here i'm super happy to be here because every student that believes in me I'm trying to make sure that I can reach their expectation. That's awesome. You know, again, folks, Estrella Awards is April 22nd. It's going to be at our Disneyland Hotel um, resort that we do an event there. We are sold out. We'll be lucky if there's one or two tickets left that somebody cancels last minute. Um, it's a beautiful venue. It's a beautiful it's event. Beautiful. And, of course, Michael Lara, who we have here today as a guest, will be winning the Youth Chamber Alumni Award. He's been with our youth chamber and our chamber in general for ten years. Yep. I mean, those. T- I mean, you must have been like ten years old because you look so young. Me and Paul <laughs> were like, you. Michael looks so young, man. So, so I mean, and again, thank you for all you're doing in the community, uh, for all the volunteering you have done. Uh, now, as a current ambassador of ours, as a grant administrator at the Big Big Brothers Big Sisters organization, right? Thank you for all you're doing. Share with us before you go, who is your favorite WWE superstar? Because I know you're a huge WWE yeah. fan, right? Yeah. My favorite superstar is Rey Mysterio. He just got inducted to the Hall of Fame. He represents Latino, an image I saw myself in the in TV. I'm like, wow, he's a Latino wrestling and global yes. standards that were. And I just got to go to WrestleMania with my wife yes. and my brothers. And we're just like, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I got to see him. And even with like that... You know, WWE, we, I know we have Chavo, so shout out to Chavo. It's He's, interesting. I was going to bring that up. Yeah, at yeah. the Hispanic 100 Foundation Golf yeah, Tournament, yeah. which you've been involved yep. with. I remember you telling me, right? It yeah. was so cool to meet Chavo Guerrero, right? Yeah, and he's so like, personable, and yes. I appreciate that a lot as a fan, but also like an individual. I was like, hey, I remember one thing that stuck to me to this day. I'm like, how do you stay so fit every single day? That guy's in shape. You know. Yeah. And I'm just like, he's like, never lose, never skip gym day. Like wow. he does it every single day, which I apply to everything I do. I make sure I show up. I make sure I keep my hardest every day and do one more thing I can do every day. So That's I've been coming here. I'm like, you said, can I do this? Like, let's make it happen. I'm going to schedule around. Let's, how do we do this? Because people like that inspire me. And my mentors, like, shout out to all my mentors that just, you know who you are. Just thank you for being part of my life, including you, John and Ruben and Mario and oh, just thank like, you. There's like a whole list. My dad, like there's we're, a whole list. I just want to say we're very proud of you, Michael. You know, yes, w- there's people around you that are mentors and shout out to all of them. But you 
have taken the initiative and you're always willing to help and volunteer. So kudos to you and enjoy the Estrella Awards. Thank It'll you. go by so fast. Take lots of pictures, <laughs> right? A lot of selfies. Exactly, I'm the selfie right? guy. <laughs> um, folks, Michael Lara, thank you so much for being here. We must go because Paul's giving me the eye already. <laughs> but we'll see you guys at the Estrella Awards. And again, don't forget to follow us at OCHCC which is our Instagram and our Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce Facebook page. Leave a comment wherever you can and uh, continue to follow us and reach out to us. If you have any questions, feel free to leave a comment and we'll definitely get back to you. Michael, thank you for being with us here today, brother. Thank you so much. Congratulations. I love you all. Thank you so much for having me again. Paul, take it away. Well, there you have it. In, an, in a world where we think the youth don't do enough, here's a guy that can't stop doing. Always moving forward, always making a difference. Those are the stories that we share with you each and every week here on Our Community. Brought to you by the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce and Orange County's only community radio station, OC Talk Radio. Streaming live from our studio here at the University of California, Irvine's Beale Applied Innovation Center.